When people join my Facebook, I always ask um, a market research question. I always ask people what their biggest um, struggle is when it comes to biblical marketing and selling in their business. And so many times the response that I get is, I'm afraid to sell because it's pushy or I'm worried about being sleazy. I'm, I'm worried that um, selling is going to sound gross. Some variant of that. So many people are really afraid of selling. And why? There's no reason to be afraid of selling because first of all, you run a business. It is like 90% of your job <laughs> as a business owner to sell things. So it's a fact of life in business that you have to sell. But there's a right way that we can do this. There's a way that we can do this that feels way better, way more in line with biblical principles. So in this episode, I'm going to take you through three principles from the Bible we can learn from uh, to make selling feel better for us. Um, I've got some fun examples of how not to follow these principles, and hopefully that will give you some guidance and some insight into how to apply these properly to your business so that you can sell in a way that feels good. You can sell in a way that is aligned with the Bible and is honoring those values and principles that are so important to you as a Christian entrepreneur. Really excited to share this with you, so let's dig in. Grow your Christian business with me, Sarah Beisel. This is a podcast for Christian women who want to build crazy successful businesses with God at the center of it all. We're about to dig into biblical marketing strategies and build a firm foundation for your business that's rooted in biblical truth. If you want to make money in your business, but nothing seems to be working no matter how hard you try, then it's time to create a custom marketing plan that's designed around who God created you to be. So say goodbye to confusion and hello to a content strategy that's filled with God's peace and freedom. Of my Facebook group, if you are not already in there, please come hang out with us at facebook.com slash groups slash Sarah B community. You can also search Faith Filled Business into the Facebook search bar or use the show notes. There's a link there. I would love for you to come hang out in there. I do trainings. I run events. Um, I've actually just ran a journaling session today. <laughs> um, you can go back and watch that. We talked about how to connect with your audience. It's a really, really great journaling session, unless you're listening to this before 9.30 Pacific, in which case come join us for that session. It's happening super, super soon. Um, I run events like that all of the time. We have great conversations in there about biblical marketing, all of the things. So come over to that Facebook group, Faith Filled Business. I would love, love to see you there. Now, let's get into these three biblical principles. So the first principle that we're going to talk about to help you sell more authentically, more genuinely, is honesty. Now, I do not doubt <laughs> that you that you are honest in your business. It's probably one of the things that I feel like is the most reliable when it comes to Christian business owners in particular. We are honest people and we want to be honest. So if you are being honest in your sales, then you're automatically not being sleazy. You're taking a fantastic step in the right direction because if people are not honest. <laughs> people are not honest in their sales. And it's crazy to me that people think that this is okay to deceive or manipulate or, or just outright lie. And we know that from the Bible, obviously, it's biblical to not lie. 
there's a verse that I found here in Colossians 3, 9, which says, do not lie to each other since you have taken off your old self with its practices. So the Bible tells us, do not lie, right? And we know this. So why do people do it? I think people like to get all like twisted in their mind and they think that they're not lying or being deceitful. Um, I'll give you an example, a couple of examples that I've seen or I see all the time. And it drives me crazy. It really drives me crazy. It makes me so angry that people do this, but they think that it's okay and they do it. So I'm sure, I'm sure you'll have seen a post like this. They're so common, at least in the, the circles that I seem to be in on Facebook. I see all of the time people posting something like this in a Facebook group. I'm running a free masterclass next week. It's going to be on such and such topic, and I'm giving 100 people a free spot. Normally, this masterclass would cost $997. Do you want one of the free spots? This is disingenuous. Now, the reason that I know these posts are disingenuous is because I, I know the people that are posting them. Like, I've, I've taken coaching with the people that do this, and they run this masterclass all of the time. I'm actually, part, I think it might just be like a webinar that they have, like that runs automatically. But I see them post this all the time, multiple times throughout the year. More than 100 people always comment. They always talk about how they get hundreds, maybe even a thousand people that sign up to these masterclasses. So are they really giving just 100 free spots away or all of them? I don't know. And the point is, like they run it all the time, so there's there's not that cap. They they'll they'll invite everyone to this masterclass, not just the first hundred people. So it's really disingenuous to market like this. It's a false scarcity. It's a false advertising. And maybe they justify it and twist it in their way and say, well, we gave a hundred people a spot. Now we're gonna give it a new name or we're gonna run it again and give another hundred people a spot. You know, whatever it is. I don't know. But I don't know how they justify it. But anyway. It's something that I see all the time. Another one that I see all the time that really just bothers me to the core is I have a free, I have a download where I'm going to teach you, you know, 10 steps for a successful Facebook group. Who wants free access before I make it paid? And they never make it paid. And that's where the dishonesty comes in. I have seen people run these posts for literal years, the exact same post who wants it free before I make it paid? Now, technically, it's not an outright lie, right? Because maybe one day they will make it a paid access. But if you're doing something for two years under the pretense that you're about to make it paid, that's kind of false advertising to me. That's not a very honest thing to do. Now, these are just some examples. I'm sure there are plenty of other examples as well where people have completely misled. They've said that they are going to promise something or give something or guarantee something and they don't follow through. It's unfortunately so, so common in the business world. I see it happen all the time. I'm in some big Facebook groups where people complain about service providers swindling them, like asking for money and then not doing any of the work, not delivering stuff and then just running away. Like there's so much evil in this business world. And so just by the fact that you're not doing any of that, that you are selling with honesty, that you're not manipulating, that you're, that you're open and upfront and transparent and that you will deliver on the goods, 
that's how you're going to sell with authenticity. If you know that what you're selling is true and accurate, you know that you can deliver the results. You're not guaranteeing things that you can't promise. You're not um, like manipulating people and, you know, and saying things are going to be paid access soon and then not actually make them paid or things like this. Like if you're not, if you're, if you're following those principles and you're following that, that honesty in your business, then you can be confident that you're selling biblically and you're selling with authenticity. Okay. I'm going to move on to the next one. I could go on and on about this all day. But the second biblical principle here is integrity. Very similar to honesty, but slightly different. It's it's more along the lines here of you being consistent in those values, holding yourself to those values and not allowing yourself to stoop to a different level or, you know, take a shortcut or, you know, something like that. Um do something that's manipulative or a little bit um disingenuous because that's not who you are, right? And and when you have these principles in your business, when you're selling from a place of biblical truth, you have that integrity and you you can be confident knowing that you have a set of principles that you adhere to and that allows you to build a business on these good principles of of truth and um like transparency and all these things that are good. Um, a Bible verse that I found here for integrity, because I had to I had to look this up because I was kind of curious. I couldn't remember anything off the top of my head here. Um, so it was kind of fun to do some some research. And I found this wonderful verse from Proverbs, a verse, um, Proverbs 10, 9, which says, whoever walks in integrity walks securely, but whoever takes crooked paths will be found out. And it's, I feel like it's true. I feel like it's always the way. We always think, oh my goodness, how can people get away with these tactics? But I think it's going to come back to them at some point in their life, whether it's now, whether it's years down the line. If you are not walking in integrity, you will be found out. The Bible says that that is true. And whether that happens on a real world level or a spiritual level, it's going to happen, right? So selling from a place of integrity, not taking the crooked path, not taking the shortcut is biblical. And that's a way to to sell from um, a place of authenticity. Now, a quick story about something that I find, again, very um, manipulative and an example of what not to do. <laughs> um, in my area, I don't know if this is just me. Please tell me if like as you're listening to the story, please tell me if this is something that happens to like in your area too, or if it's if it's just me, because I really want to know. But the gas stations where I live, I swear they all have to have some sort of like link to each other. They're all colluding or something. I don't know. But essentially, at random times, for no good reason, one gas station will suddenly spike their price um, a ton. And then everyone panics and starts buying gas. And then everyone spikes their price a ton. And then they all drop back down like the next day or that afternoon. And it's it's like this. It's constantly fluctuating. And they literally like raise and lower their prices on like a day-to-day basis. Now, part of that, yes, I'm sure part of it is supply and demand. And there's lots of complicated things, blah, 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 blah. I don't care about the complicated things. I'm a user. I don't really care about the oil trade. <laughs> I just want to know what it feels like on a day-to-day experience. And the day-to-day experience of buying gas in my area is that 
it seems like all the gas stations spike their price for one day to panic everyone into buying gas, and then they drop their prices the next day. That's not very, that's not a genuine and a good, honest way to sell, right? That's not what you want to do. So think again about those examples from like the honesty principle as well. These people that are saying, this is free, I'm going to make it paid and then never doing it. Those kinds of things, it's not, it's not a good way to sell. It doesn't feel good to you. It doesn't feel good to the user who's getting panicked and flustered about having to make a purchase before the price goes up, but then the price never goes up. How is that going to feel to that person, right? So you can raise your prices in your business, but just make sure you follow through, right? I do this all the time. It's like, if I'm going to raise my prices, I say, I'm going to raise the price on this date. If you want to get the price that it is currently, you must purchase before that date. Otherwise, after you can still purchase, it's just going to cost you this much instead. You can do that. That is a genuine, honest way to raise your prices. You're sticking to a boundary. You are being open and transparent, but you're also still, you know, honoring the fact that you are a business and you have to make money and it's important. So all of that to say, walk in integrity in your business and then you know that you can be confident selling because you have that foundation. Okay, real quick, third biblical principle to talk about today is permission. Now, there wasn't a verse specifically talking about permission. Um, I had to do a bit of digging and I couldn't really find one. If there is one that you know of, please let me know. I'd love to hear. Um, I couldn't really find one. But what we do see in the Bible is a trend of we as, as human beings have free will. Again, this is not a principle that is directly called out in the Bible as far as I can tell. But it's obvious from many, many verses and contexts that God has given us choice to be in control of our own actions and to um, have the ability to choose to do or not do certain things. Um, like if you look back in, um, you know, in Genesis, like the whole, the whole fall <laughs> spawned out of the fact that God gave us the ability to choose our own path and we chose poorly and now here we are. But that was a choice that we had. So we have control over our personhood as like a sovereign human being. Um, one verse that I did pull out, which I think is great to remind ourselves of, is Romans 10, 9, which is, if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Very classic verse about how to be saved as a Christian. But what you see here is the choice, right? If you confess, you have to choose to confess, you have to choose to believe, then you will be saved. It's an if-then. If you do this thing, then this thing will happen. So we see here that we all have choice. Now, what does this have to do with permission? In selling, you people don't want to feel pressured or forced. They don't want to feel like they don't have a choice because that's what feels sleazy. Like when we're worried about feeling sleazy or pushy in our sales, it's because we're worried that we're not giving people a choice. And so if you can reverse that narrative in your head and say, my sales is always permission-based sales, it's permission-based marketing, it's a foundation. It will change the way you approach sales. Because if someone follows my business page, in my, in my mind, they are giving me permission to sell to them because they don't have to follow me. They chose to hit that follow button. So here we are. If they sign up for my email list, they have given me permission to email them, to contact them, to tell them about my offers. 
if I get on a call with someone to talk about my program, they have given me permission to talk about the program. And I will always ask them on a call, you know, are you okay for me to tell you a little bit about the program? And most of the time they say, yes, I'd love to hear about it. <clears throat> get permission because that honors the sovereignty that God has given us as people. It honors the individual free will and choice that we have as individual. That's how you're going to not be sleazy and pushy, is focusing on permission-based selling. This is the thing, that permission one is going to change everything for you. It's the most important thing. It honors everything that we are as human beings, as Christians. And it is the thing that is going to make you open up and feel good about selling. Because you know if someone's given you permission, you can sell without feeling weird about it. And so think about this. Think about that um, as you're going about it. Like people have given you permission to talk about your business if they follow your business page, right? Because they can choose not to follow you. So don't feel bad about posting about your business because that's what your social page is for. It's for posting about your business and they can choose. They can choose to leave or mute or unfollow or unfriend, whatever it is. They can choose to leave the Facebook group if they don't like it. Like that is not up to you to control their actions. It is up to them to control their actions. So quickly recap as we wrap this episode up, these three biblical principles that we just talked about to help you sell with authenticity. Honesty, making sure that you're not lying, you're not being deceitful. Integrity, making sure that you stick to the principles that you actually believe in and you walk in a transparent not crooked way and permission, making sure that you have permission to sell to people and that you recognize that people are in control and they can choose to leave your world if they don't want to be part of it. Um, I hope that this helps give you the confidence that first of all, you can sell in a totally biblical way. You can sell in a totally authentic and genuine way and not all selling is sleazy. Not all selling is pushy. There are ways to do it that feel really good that feel easy and feel super, super comfortable. So use these three principles, imp, imp, put them into your business. I can't think of the word that I'm looking for there. Apply them to your business, apply them to the way that you approach things. And I promise selling is suddenly going to feel so different for you. All right, that's all I have for you today. Um, we have a, an amazing um, series coming up next week. I'm doing a whole series on biblical marketing and I have a ton a ton of new episodes coming for you next week. I'm so excited. Um, I think you're really going to enjoy it. So dig in or look forward to the episodes coming out next week. We're actually going to be doing six episodes in one week for a specific biblical marketing series. I cannot wait for you to listen to that next week. So keep your eyes and ears out for that. And I will, I will see you then. If this episode was meaningful to you in any way, I'd love it if you went to Apple Podcasts and left me a review. Once you've done that, come hang out with hundreds of other women in the Faithful Business community on Facebook. I would love to meet you there and learn about the business God has called you to create. I'll see you there until the next episode of the Grow Your Christian Business podcast.